This is gonna be a weird one. We started today's session back in Duffus with all three of us reunited, and uh, there's a giant 40 in the sky now. It's above the breathable airspace, so I couldn't fly up to it. Also, Lakeel was there again. He was drunk, and he mentioned he had chocolate for the first time. The DM gave it to him. So we all head to the SCP Foundation, as Scratch called it, with uh, Lakeel. He came with us. Which is, it's not like I don't like him, it's just, it's weird that he's always there, the drunk seven-year-old. Um, when we were at the SCP Foundation, we found out that the entrance was broken in by, I can only assume, the almost unstoppable killing reptile or whatever. Um, he had broken through and pooped on the ground to spite us, which is actually fine for us because it means he's not inside, which means... Hopefully, this trip inside will not be as deadly as some of the other ones. <sighs> Mag goes inside first. He's attacked by some creature in a library, some information gatherer. I sort of go into the library to investigate the books, and I find out about a bunch of other SCPs, including one that is in... What's the word? Impossibility? That's what Lakeel was looking for, an impossibility. That's it. I was looking for an energy source to you know, power this flying ship. So, I remember reading four or five times about something and then forgetting about it instantly. In fact, I only remember that I forgot because I've done it so many times and Mag would not touch the thing. I think it seemed to be some kind of being that when you try to gather information about it, it deletes the information in your brain. I don't know. I figured if it was going to do that every single time we perceived it, it wasn't worth searching as an energy source. So I dropped the idea and we went to move to... So I dropped the idea. Then Lakeel's siblings and a couple other people showed up and they were getting distracted by the creature, so I grabbed Min Min and Mag and we... And we slipped right by him. We slip a floor under and we see that there is a door locked behind level 5 clearance. We only had level 3, but I broke up my own thieves kit and tried to pick the lock and amazingly I did I still have it so inside oh, what happened to first there was a stone tablet with a list of names it was in a language I couldn't understand but there was a translation under it listed kings and how long they reigned for um in retrospect I have no idea what it was but we kept moving on and there was a room where up was down and down was up and we went past it and then we found a Carousel? We rode on the carousel for a little bit. Mag freaked out for whatever he saw on the carousel. And then when they got off, we saw a mouse in overhaul. Like a cartoon mouse in overhauls. He was singing. Um, he tells us he's a famous mouth and that he has a park, which is some kind of carnival. And in the carnival, other shadow creatures and people meander around. Um... We follow him to this park, and his face is everywhere. Depiction of his face, um, his weird, deformed-looking ears all over on the street, on the little uh, machines, on buildings. His, the silhouette of his face was everywhere. It was creepy. He mentions it's some kind of afterlife, some sort of hell. Uh, it was very muggy and humid. He leads us to the prizes, and I looked for find one that's impossible, and there's a grand prize that keeps shifting in and out of existence and reality and into other forms. So I figured, that must be the impossibility Lakeel's looking for, and hopefully it's some sort of power source we can use. I asked the mouse about it, and he says it's the grand prize, worth a million 
tickets. And winning a game nets you 10 tickets. Which of course means we have to cheat. Mimmin and Mag want to intimidate some children for tickets. I buy five tokens to play some games. The two of them find clothing. I roll the tokens over my knuckles just to make sure that I remembered how to. I came across a laser maze. I skipped that one. A duck game. I won that one, but it was random. A match game. A matching game that was horse shit. A basketball game that I lost the first, but I got the hang of it, and I won, and then I got a blue box, and I was told this blue box doubled the amount of tickets you put inside. It was magical. And we could only use it once. We could only use it once, but it lowered the effective tickets we needed to get from a million to 500,000. Progress, I would say. I rejoined Min Min and Mag, and they were struggling to make a mark, and I found a kid with a ton of tickets but bodyguards. He looked rich. Since me and Min Min looked like princesses, we asked for a picture, but the ten-year-old was more interested in hitting on me. I played the distraction while Min Min relieved him of his tickets. Together we got 640 in the one multiplier. I figured that's a good buy-in, so I, we went to try to find people who were gambling or betting to try to multiply our winnings. We found a people betting on a strongman competition, and I hyped up the amazing Min Min, and uh, I bet 50 on her. She lost, but she antagonized one of the other people in the competition who challenged her to a 1v1. I told her to take it. I insisted. I hyped her up. And she did. And she was about to lose, but I managed to use a little bit of my time magics to swing the odds in her favor. And she won. We got 500 tickets. Brought our total up to about a thousand. Next we found a beauty pageant. Uh, there was some tickets as a prize, so I figured I might as well entered. The competition didn't look... Too stiff. I knew I could win. Mimmin found some creeps watching the contestants. Some odd creeps. She tried to blend in to join them in whatever, whatever scheme they had, but they only seemed only interested in recruiting her for the game or something. They slipped her a drink that um, I'm glad she didn't actually drink. They were obviously some kind of kidnappers or whatever, such and such. But I entered the competition. If... Nothing else, if I win, and they plan on kidnapping the winner of the game, then I'm a lot more capable of defending myself than these other contestants. Mag also answers. He doesn't make a pass around one. Match two is an interview in a bikini. I win. Min and Mag try to steal from the creeps, but they notice and move away. Round three is dodging a fireball. Easy. Round four is more fireballs. Seems like the winner is the last one standing, so I just... Bow out. Not worth it. It's there I learned that the losers get kidnapped, not the winner. So I run away and Min, uh, excuse me, Mag starts talking to them. Apparently the prize is a million tickets, but the winner never seems to take them. They always seem to just disappear where no one can find them. Mimin and Mag beat the crap out of these guys. I go back, change into my gear, and we find the losers of the competition all tied up. We free them and talk to them, and it seems like this was their last resort. They knew what would happen if they lose, but they had no other option. Tickets are required to buy lodging, to buy food, to buy anything seems to require some amount of tickets. And without them, they were as good as dead. So they had no other choice, they said. And I wonder if this is an afterlife, when people starve and die, where do they go? We searched the pockets of the two creeps we knocked out, and they had staff badges. It seems this was some sort of state-sanctioned sex trafficking. Harvey Culpepper and Arden Winslow. Their names. 
I figure the only way we're going to get anywhere is if we try stealing something valuable. So we head to the biggest area in the entire carnival. A giant castle right in the middle. There was a line to get in. Apparently it would take three days, so we just sneak in. And we accidentally make it into the office of the mouse himself, and he's there. Try to strike a deal to join his inner circle, or at least something higher than a grunt, but um, he wouldn't budge. Insisted we start from the bottom and work our way up. We wanted to get out here in a matter of days, not years, so that didn't work. Min Min manages to seduce the mouse and manages a free ride and a free night stay at the castle with the company of the mouse. I don't want to begin to think of what that entailed, but the mouse warned us of the night crew that anyone who couldn't afford lodging would have to deal with and were apparently so ominous he couldn't be bothered to describe them. At nightfall, I saw people screaming, panicking about this nightcast, so I gave a speech. I told them they had the power. They held the power to stop the madness and the poverty. I told them all they had to do was join together, break each other's change, and stand united to break free of the hold of the rat. And somehow, my long speech worked. I gathered about 300 people who could hear me. But they told me there were about 1,500 in the night cast, so somehow we were outnumbered. Mag sent some of them to go gather wood for weapons or structures or whatever. 50 of them go to take it from one of the huge carriage rides. I don't know. But an alarm sounded and 50 of them died. Mag went to go check on them and they all had cleanly slit throats. 50 of them. So we had 250 left. Mag gathered the wood and came back to us, but then the alarm sounded again and these huge grain threshers descended upon him. Security. He ran. And he ran them to lead them into a 12-foot humanoid creature. The nightcast. The creature then went to fight the thresher, the security. It would seem the security and the night staff don't seem to get along all that well, which is perfect. If both are mechanical, they should be very easily controllable. At the very least, they are not fully united, which means we can exploit this. Me and Mag found an old, uninhabited boathouse, and we kept the 250 people there through a scary but uneventful night. In the morning, I tell them to be steadfast and strong, that all we need to do is obtain resources of the people. If the people don't need tickets to buy food or lodging, if they can just have access to it, they wouldn't need to be slaves to the mouse anymore. Slaves to the rat. I followed the workers to where the food was made. The machines seem to uh, fabricate it when you put money in, with tubes and wires leading back to the castle. Seems like this is going to be a lot harder than I thought. Then I remembered. That little ten-year-old brat seemed to have wealth to spare. Maybe I can somehow convince him to help us out. Help fund us. Board nobles have a no to do stupider things before. Either way, this whole carnival is about to get way more red than my coat.